2: I'm here on 4 Z. you're there wherever you're listening, uh, I'm Meili and I'm in studio with Hazel. How's everyone doing tonight?
4: I'm doing good, no one else is here.
2: Well, I mean, <laughs> the listeners. <laughs> I I can <laughs> hear it's them, can you the not hear words?
4: them? Oh, you, you're tuned in? Yeah. Okay listeners, whatever but, you want to say to Melee right
2: now. A, lo- a lot of it. them are telling me about Elden Ring. Yeah. Okay. I still haven't played Elden Ring though, Me so I, oh, okay, we're we're really up on hip yeah, games.
4: But everybody else is either in ISO or recovering from surgery, so it's just the two of us.
2: Yes, the just the two of us. You can make it if, if we, we try. try. The Z Games team has fallen under quite a few um, attacks from the world recently. <laughs> We are the survivors. <laughs> uh, but we've still got a good show lined up. We've got, well, I was going to say we've got all the classic things, but you know, games. It's always a good show games, with music. Melee on the deck. Yeah, but I can't make any promises.
4: Well, I think we've got some news. To we hear. do.
2: We have some delightful news coming your way.
5: This week in gaming news. The Switch finally adds folders. After five years, Nintendo has released a software update that allows users to create folders and sort their software into groups. Doesn't sound like much, but for Nintendo fans, Christmas has come really early. Unfortunately it's not perfect. It doesn't replace the home screen, which still just shows you your last ten opened games. Instead, it gives you the ability to go into your groups from your home screen using another button. Not ideal for those who wanted a cleaner look when they open up their console. Still, it's something. Sony purchases Haven Studios. Sony made an interesting purchase on March 21st, acquiring Haven Studios, before their debut title has even been announced. Haven was founded by ex-Ubisoft EA Google, lead Jade Raymond last year in partnership with Sony. They also announced that they were working on a new multiplayer IP for the PlayStation. Clearly Sony is happy with their progress so far. It will be interesting to see what this new AAA game is. Fingers crossed the extra resources Haven gets from Sony help them develop something amazing. A new Witcher game on the horizon. CD Projekt has confirmed that a new Witcher game is in the works, in partnership with Epic. They'll be making use of Unreal Engine 5 instead of their own Red Engine, which was used to develop Cyberpunk 2077. They have also assured fans that despite their plans for a long-term partnership with Epic, the new game is not planned to be an Epic Games Store exclusive. Fan theories are already running wild. Is the hinted medallion a cat? A lynx? Who will be playing? Only time will tell. Snoop Dogg, officially in COD. Soon enough you'll be able to play Call of Duty Warzone, Vanguard and Mobile as none other than Snoop Dogg himself. It was announced that on April 19th you'll be able to purchase the Snoop Dogg Operator Bundle with a full Operator Progression Track for Snoop. He'll arrive earlier on mobile, arriving April 1st through the Lucky Draw system. The full details for what's included in the bundle haven't been released, but it is exciting nonetheless. This week in gaming releases, on March 24th, The Ascent, A Memoir Blue, Expedition Zero. On March 25th, Kirby and the Forgotten Land, Ghostwire Tokyo, Tiny Tina's Wonderlands. On March 29th, Crusader Kings 3, In Nightmare, WRC 10, and on March 31st, Coromon, Fix Fox, Pirates of Gravatae, and Weird West. That's all this week in gaming news.
2: You just got newsed.
5: Thank you, Ez.
2: What uh, what appeals to you in the news world?
4: I can't wait to be murdered by Snoop Dogg in video <laughs> games. I don't play COD, but I might now. You gotta
2: pick it up just for that.
4: I, I gotta pick it up just to be Snoop Dogg.
2: You're right, that is tempting.
4: Did he ditch the lion thing, or is that... I don't know. I don't know.
2: I, don't know. I feel like
4: it didn't work as a PR thing.
2: Yeah. But uh I was really excited when I heard this uh switch news story and then I saw what it actually was like and Yeah. They just like changed something, but they didn't change anything.
4: I think they probably got enough feedback about it that they were like, We sh- we have to do something. But Maybe. also we're not changing the look of the UI.
2: Maybe they got, like, emails saying, give us folders, but they only saw the subject line and they never opened it. So they just thought people want <laughs> folders somewhere, but not on the screen.
4: Nintendo, read your emails.
2: Yes, especially the ones from me. The yep. Many, many emails. I want to design my own Pokemon. They would not be good. It's probably the good <laughs> idea that they haven't answered them. Well, um... We have got some reviews, some special gaming content, but I have been, oh, I was going to say lucky, but I've been unlucky enough to see pictures of a beautiful event that recently happened on social media. Um, That I was not part of, so I I lived vicariously through these pictures. (laughs) Um, But uh, I remember a private getaway. It it is. Have you seen the pictures in the
4: Yeah. Oh yeah.
2: They're just so nice, so peaceful, a tranquil retweet. Retweet.
4: Retweet. Did you retweet? I saw it on
2: Twitter. I did not retweet it, but (laughs) I've gotten tongue tied. Um squiggly river
4: squiggly river
2: it is a shape and also a meet up group of game loving it's, people
4: yeah a m- monthly
2: i believe they meet up um, monthly
4: a meet up for game developers in brisbane
2: and uh recently they had a getaway a tranquil retreat a pilot oh my god event, i said it,
4: i believe
2: i can't speak without that's okay okay (laughs) that's okay i don't need to speak we don't need to speak we have someone um a man on the inside who went and got all the the good juicy goss so i'm gonna go to them before i say retweet again
1: are packed with all the essentials, meals are planned, cars are coordinated, rats have been obtained, where we're going, we're not going to have internet or a phone signal. Is it camp? Close. Let's just say Hello from Camp Squiggly! Earlier this year, I was given the opportunity to be part of the first ever, hopefully annual Camp Squiggly. But first, what is Squiggly? Squiggly River is a local group of game devs and interactive artists, where the goal is to meet up monthly to share the latest creations, play tests and provide feedback, and overall be supportive of a really cool hobby. With an emphasis on a friendly, welcoming atmosphere and no pressure of deadlines, Squiggly River has managed to create something unique. Which brings us to Camp Squiggly, a weekend-long game jam in beautiful Darlington. With almost no internet and barely any phone reception, This game jam certainly presents many challenges, but first, let's meet some of the participants.
3: Yeah, my name is Brendan Keogh. I'm a co-organiser of Squiggly River Game Collective and an academic at Queensland University of Technology. Um, I mostly just make games in a hobbyist capacity on weekends when I want in a relaxing state around my job rather than, you know, with any intent of making money for it, Um, which is why Squiggly River is so good because it's just a chill way to make games just experimenting um this weekend at camp squiggly um really just want to work on this kind of like a trading card game which is kind of like a critique of nfts i won't waste half a show going into exactly how it's going to work Um, but it's meant to be all about community and collectivity and sharing and we'll see how that goes uh
6: hi i'm noah seymour Uh, i am a games designer i did the level design on webbed i like to do a bunch of different design things but levels are one of the most fun things to make Uh, and this weekend, I am going to make a game about uh, simulating a telephone operator switchboard with all the cables and chaos. Um, the the ropes and getting all of the rotations, uh, clicking and dragging stuff on a screen is not something I've done before, or at least haven't done recently, and so I needed a bit of internet access to make sure I knew how to do those bits uh, to find the specific code. Uh, so I just pre-prepped that so I was ready for the weekend without internet. <laughs>
1: All right, with me today is Rose, one of the organizers for this uh, Camp Squiggly. Uh, Rose, why don't you tell me a little bit about yourself?
7: Hey, um, I'm a game developer with a bunch of different interests, really. I do like music. I do some art. I'm a programmer like by trade, so a bit of that, too. Um, um, yeah, and I help organize some of the stuff for Squiggly River.
1: Awesome. Um, did you have like a project that you were thinking of working on during Camp Squiggly?
7: I was hoping something would come to me, you know, the week leading up to it. I'm like, oh, I'm, if I have an idea, I'll work on it. But I think in the end, I'm going to work on like the projects that I already have in the site anyway, just take advantage of some time to dedicate to it.
8: Sure. I'm Alexander Moss or Alex Moss. I'm Alex Musket. I'm a lecturer at the University of the Sunshine Coast in games and I typically work around kind of like puzzle, um, kind of spatial exploration games. So what I'm working on today is a continuation of a project I'm working on called Sight Unseen. And it's a sort of perceptual puzzle game and I've got good tools for it to try and build it out, but I don't really have the puzzles for it. So I'm trying to figure those out over the weekend um, and see where it takes me.
1: Despite all our prep, there were some unexpected obstacles.
8: So when we got here and I opened up my laptop and I turned it on, instead of a Windows boot up screen or anything like that, it was just a bunch of white vertical lines and nothing was seemingly responding until I plugged it into the TV and it turns out it was just the screen on my laptop is broken. So now I am working from the couch with my laptop plugged into the TV and a very loud mechanical keyboard on my lap.
1: But this isn't a competitive event. There's not even the expectation to actually finish anything. And many of us took the opportunity to go for walks, befriend sheep, birdwatch, or just sit outside and enjoy the sun in views. I spent a couple of weeks wondering what to make myself. And instead, I ended up deciding to just do some paintings. I'm pretty proud of my paintings, but let's see how people were feeling about their projects.
3: Um, yeah, I'm. Hmm. <laughs> I did manage to accomplish. I managed to accomplish everything I wanted to accomplish at Camp Squigley. I'm actually really proud and excited about just how much work I did. I was afraid I would just sit there and look at the lovely view and go for bush walks, and I did do all that. But it was also so relaxing and such a collaborative, energizing atmosphere but I actually did a lot of work as well and you know I broke down you know my game into two days and on the first day I just wanted to get all the menus and you know navigating around the different bits that you're meant to be able to unlock working and on the next day I got the unlocking itself working and I effectively had a complete prototype by the end of the weekend which is great it's a fairly silly idea it's not the kind of idea that I would want to spend you know ages and ages working on but one weekend playable prototype that people can play for two minutes and go, oh yeah, I get what was the idea here. That's about as much time and effort as this idea deserved, and I'm very excited to get it to that stage.
6: Yeah, over the weekend,
3: I I
6: made most of what I wanted, the the basics of what I wanted. It was filled with bugs, and some of them I couldn't fix because I didn't know the code without uh, documentation I didn't have. But... um, I got the basics down and it's fun to play with uh, when you do everything right. Um, but more importantly, I spent time I could have spent finding those last few bugs and squashing them, just enjoying time with other people and enjoying the weekend. And I had a really great time because of that, because I can fix those bugs now, later, afterwards. Which I have.
7: <laughs> Did I accomplish what I wanted to accomplish? Well, I mean,. Yeah, in that I really wasn't planning to accomplish anything at all. Um, So I guess it's hard to fail at that. In fact, I did more than I was expecting to. I I was glad I did a little soundscape. It's really nice. Um, Gosh, how I feel about everything. Like the whole experience was so lovely. Um, I'm super excited by how well it went. Just like super smooth and just really pleasant. I can't wait to do it again.
8: I managed to accomplish what I wanted to do, but it's made me realise that it takes way more time than I initially predicted. Overall, the experience was fantastic. I loved being able to see what other people were doing and the different kinds of approaches and techniques and thought there that was involved in their projects.
1: And me? I had a great time. Not just for the beautiful views and cool projects, but also because Squiggly River is made up of a group of people who approach video games in a way I truly admire, and that sometimes it's not about the finished product, but the process along the way.
2: Doesn't that sound fun? Yeah. Aren't aren't you sad you weren't there? Well... Eh. I, I, that's fair. I was playing Dungeons and Dragons on the weekend.
4: I don't so. remember what I was doing when that happened, but.
2: I'm sure it was thrilling.
4: It does sound like everyone who went had a great time. Yeah. Making video games for fun and not profit.
2: Yeah. Like cool kids. <laughs> <laughs> if you would like to check out, uh, Squiggly River, you can go visit them on Twitter at Squiggly River or um, if you don't know how to spell that or I'm bad at speaking words, as has been proven, you can find a link to that going up on our Facebook page um, sometime tomorrow if you're listening to this live. And if you're not, it's already there. Yeah yeah we're speaking to you from the past Ooh. we
4: might even put it in the podcast notes if we remember yes. I've caught your disease
2: <laughs> <laughs> but um, that sounds like a great time so go uh, you can also get connected at the monthly meetups if you want to and maybe there'll be an- another one next year that you can get involved with
4: that's the dream
2: Yes. so I just want to pivot here. I have a question for you, specifically for you, like also f- for the listeners. But, but I can't. You are tuned into
4: their brainwaves. So. I, ca- I am, but I don't
2: want to spread their thoughts on there because they didn't consent to that. So yeah. I'm not going to tell you what they're saying, but Did I can. They consent hear
4: what they- to you collecting their brainwaves? Yes. Okay.
2: Yeah. Sorry, listeners. Guild Wars 2 just came out, and I've been... Sorry, what? Guild Wars no. 2 did not just
4: come out. What are you talking about? <laughs> it did.
2: We, we, I'm from the past, I told you. Okay. Um, no.
4: You're from, like, 10 years More ago? More than 10 years, I think. Oh.
2: Around 10 years. Yeah, no, our Guild Wars 2 End of Dragons expansion just came out.
4: Okay. Okay.
2: Top-selling. Oh, not top sell, it, It's higher-selling than any of their other recent expansions.
4: Okay. So, Guild Wars 2 is back.
2: Ah, uh, maybe. Maybe. They're, they're, they're angling for a Steam release.
4: The, they're swiping everything from Endwalker now they that wanna, everybody's played it.
2: They want to try. I wish them luck. Um, anyway, this is Zed Games.
4: <laughs> this is Zed Games.
2: <laughs> I am Melee.
4: And I'm Hazel.
2: And we are living here in, in Gamestown.
4: We are living here in Gamestown, and I believe we've got a review lined up.
2: Yes, for Oli Oli World. I feel like I said that earlier. Find
4: out what Oli Oli World is. Let's do it. From our dear friend Paul.
2: Go, Paul. Take it away.
0: Ollie Ollie World is the third game in the 2D skateboarding Ollie Ollie series by developer Roll Seven. A lot has changed over the years, but has enough. The Ollie Ollie games are deceptively simple affairs. You navigate a course left to right, avoiding obstacles and pulling off tricks to get high scores. The game is almost entirely controlled with a left stick to perform tricks. Need to perform a basic ollie? Hold down the stick and flick it to jump. All the other moves are performed in a similar fashion, holding directions and moving the stick in various ways. Your other control is simply using your primary face button when you land a trick, time it right and you'll get a point boost, and sometimes some additional speed. Flub it and you're going to stumble and lose speed. That's the basics. You'll eventually incorporate grabs with the second stick, but it remains very clean. As tracks become more complicated however, the deceptive simplicity of this system rears its head. You'll need to be fast, vary your tricks, and learn the courses well in order to meet the challenges the game has in store for you. The big change with Ollie Ollie World is aesthetics. Gone is the simple but charming 2D art and urban environments, we're now full-on modern hipster cartoon rendered in 3D with fantastic environments to match. It's bright and clean. You start the game designing your skater, and there are a lot of options for how you want to represent yourself, and as you play, you'll unlock more options. In fact, it's your primary reward for completing challenges in the game. You're on a quest to become the new Skate Wizard of Radlandia, and you're travelling with a crew of skaters hoping that you will have what it takes. What's a Skate Wizard? Someone who's really good at skating, I guess. Look, they added weird Adventure Time-style lore and quite a lot of dialogue for an arcade skating game. You can skip it, but I found its inclusion quite confusing. It's certainly not aiming for drama. Most conversations are about going for ice cream or someone's new hat, but it's also not funny. It's just mildly quirky and in the way. Well, isn't this fancy? I've never stayed in a hotel before. I stayed here once before, many moons ago. You did? Yes. This hotel is built on ancient ley lines that connect skaters to the gods. They also do a very reasonably priced breakfast buffet. Skate you to it. See what I mean? Also, here's a secret. That was me! Amazing right? Acting! Yes, the game doesn't have voices, it's all in a gibberish style. So that scene actually sounds like this (laughs) 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 in-game. The gameplay however, remains 2D and mostly unchanged. The big additions here are half-pipes, which will reverse your direction and shift you to a track either in the foreground or background, and split routes where you can choose which track you wish to follow. Oh, and also wall-riding. The game looks great, with tracks winding naturally in and out from the camera, despite the gameplay still technically being 2D. But these features don't really change much gameplay-wise. They do feel great, and that's still an important element. One thing the split tracks do achieve, however, isn't great. Each level has two primary goals, to finish the truck, and to do so without stacking it and using a checkpoint. Then there are three additional challenges, for example, pop all of the balloons. The fact that there are multiple routes means it's often physically impossible to get every challenge in one run, as there may be an alternative routes to each other. It's a small complaint, especially as the game ramps up difficulty you'll be needing to learn the tracks more intimately anyway, but in the early game it certainly gave me some friction having to replay a level just to get something basic on the path I didn't take. Speaking of friction, the tutorials in Oli Oli World seemed to take forever. I feel it was getting close to an hour before I'd seen the end of them, drip feeding you a bit of new information over a couple of levels. I went back and replayed the tutorials of Ollie Ollie and the sequel Welcome to Olliewood to compare. Both those games teach you everything in under 2 minutes. Moving between levels is faster, and as I've mentioned before, the gameplay is pretty much the same. And while I played the original games on my Vita, I picked up a twin pack of the first two games on Switch on sale for $3. There's a certain purity to the original games, which is bogged down by the trappings of Oli Olly World. That's not to dismiss the enjoyable nature of these trappings, however. For instance, The game has a huge licensed soundtrack, 32 songs from various artists to chill out to while you skate. The game is so invested in your enjoying the music that left and right shoulder buttons are dedicated to switching tracks, even in the loading screens. That's a dedication to chill. The built-in leaderboards let you compare with your friends in the world at large, and even watch other players' replays, which can be great for learning. You'll also unlock some multiplayer modes eventually, taking the form of asynchronous challenges. The Nirvana League will have you competing in daily challenges, while the Nirvana Portal lets you generate a level you can share with friends to compare scores on. Oli Olly, Olly World is a challenging arcade skater with an awesome style, but maybe a bit too much fluff around the edges compared to its predecessors. I played the game on Switch with code provided by the publisher, and I had zero technical hiccups with the Switch port, which looks and runs great. You can also get the game on PC, as well as PlayStation and Xbox platform, for around $45 Australian for the base game.
2: Thank you, Paul. Thank you, Paul. I don't think I've ever wanted anything as much as I want to be a skate wizard of...
4: Radlandia? Radlandia.
2: Radlandia. I, that's, like, I Mailey, just heard it was a thing but it's my childhood dream
4: Millie looked like she was about to start crying when she heard the phrase skate wizard of Radlandia
2: Th- that sounds incredible yeah it does I, pff, I was sold by that line
4: skating games are back
2: I, I don't know what it is about skating games I have no interest in skating in real life I'm not particularly enamoured with the culture I, I'm not anti-skating but skating games are just so cool I played I I to play Tony
4: Hawk as a young child, and uh, I've been obsessed with the idea of skateboarding ever since, but I also know that my ankles would snap <laughs> immediately the second I tried to ollie. Mm. Um, but the luckily for me, I can ollie ollie.
2: Ah, uh, yes.
4: And I can probably even ollie ollie world.
2: Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I was so... Um, drawn by this prospect of being the grand skate wizard of Radlandia that I did look it up and for anyone else equally as enamoured I just want to say it's currently on sale for 20% off on Steam. So.
4: I think it might also be on Game Pass. Ooh. Don't take my word for that
2: though. Game Pass and well we have to mention Game Pass at least once a show so I'm yeah, glad I'm you remembered.
4: Yeah yell at me now. <laughs> um <laughs> So you're listening to
8: Zed Games. Is that it? You're listening to Zed Games. You're listening to Zed Games. Hello,
2: you're listening to Zed Games.
8: You're listening to Zed Games. You're listening to Zed Games. You're listening to
3: Zed Games. You're listening to Zed Games. You're listening to Zed Games. You're listening to Zed Games.
2: Perfect. Perfect. Thank you. And it's getting late in the night and we're going to have to head off soon. But I wanted to make a few corrections to our previous segment Um, it has been confirmed that Oli Oli World is in fact not available on Game Pass. I'm
4: a buffoon.
2: You are a buffoon. Oh, you're not supposed to agree with me. (laughs) Jesus. (laughs) I mean, you're you're a buffoon. (laughs) No, you're right. But you have potential to be a grand skate wizard. Thank you. That means so much. Probably more than me. Uh,
4: We have been informed, though. Oh, yes. That Nirvana, as Paul referenced it in the review, is actually spelt Narvana, as in gnarly dude.
2: Which is, I, I'm falling it's in love with this touch. game.
4: It's an incredible touch.
2: It, it has nothing that should appeal to me, but I, I want to visit Narvana as the Grand Skate Wizard of Radlandia and be really chill. You look like you're about
4: to tear up. I am.
2: <laughs> I am. I love this.
4: <laughs> Alrighty. Well, I think we got to say goodnight.
2: We do. We do. But we'll be back we next week. We will be back next week. Possibly us again if no one recovers, but they probably will. Yeah. I'm sure everyone's fine.
4: Everyone will be fine. I think I think it's mostly just um near misses.
2: Yeah. A lot of ooh, scary, but no, we'll all we'll be good. Um, someone will be here at this time next week. To talk to you about games, deliver the gaming news for views that you crave.
4: But for now, Goodbye, yeah. listeners. Goodbye. Goodbye. Good <laughs> good you night look like a
0: Farewell.
2: And um, you know, stay gnarly. <laughs> Thanks for
1: listening to Zed Games.
0: If you'd like to listen to more, check out our podcast on Spotify.
1: Or follow us on social media at ZED games AU. See, See you, you next time. time.